We are here. We are here. Child, we are here. Welcome to the Becoming Glitter podcast. I'm your host, Richie White. Richie D. White, if that's what you want to call me. (laughs) And this has been a long time coming, y'all. I've been wanting to do a podcast for the longest time. And I was supposed to do one with a past friend. And uh, thank God that didn't happen because I really couldn't imagine uh, being in business with that person. Um, But eventually I found my own way and in my own space and figured out how I wanted to do this thing. And I'm doing it. So, um, yeah, I'm proud of myself. Um, So this is the first episode. So let me just go ahead and get all the casualties out of the way. So... This podcast, Becoming Glitter, I know you're probably like, why did you name it Becoming Glitter? Because the objective of this podcast is to feel the way glitter looks. I want you to sparkle. I want you to shine. I want you to be the best version of yourself that you can be whatever that looks like for you. And I really feel like everybody just loves glitter. So, you know, let's sparkle away, baby. Um, This channel, sorry, this podcast is about the glow up process and I feel like um so many times we look on the outside for the glow up like we see everybody improve like hey they're a bad bitch now or they that 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 guy now but we always look at the external I feel like the glow up process should start from the inside out and honestly you can work on your glow up process and work on your outside at the same time and the even better part about this is I am not a freaking expert on glowing up. I'm somebody who's going through the process as well. So um, you get to see me fail and lose at the same time. And I get to, I get to share that with you guys. You know, I'm not perfect. I am not, um, and I'm not even trying to pretend to be that I am, but I have been through a lot of stuff and I'm willing to share my experiences with you guys, whether it's from yesterday, this morning, this afternoon, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, well, 30 years ago. (sighs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, Yeah, so that's what this podcast is all about. It's really just about glowing up in the ultimate way from the inside out. And we're just going to be talking about everything. Um, This is going to be... A weekly podcast, weekly by weekly, um, depending on my schedule and the production schedule. But we'll definitely try to make sure that this is a weekly to bi weekly podcast. Make sure you don't go no more than two weeks without an episode. But really, the ultimate goal is to make this a weekly podcast. Also, I'm also going to try to keep these podcasts under 30 minutes unless we have a guest. So when we have a guest, we'll try to keep it from under an hour. Um but yeah, let's go ahead and get started with the first episode of Becoming Glitter. Okay, so the first episode of Becoming Glitter is something that um, I've been <laughs> I've been struggling with for a really, really long time. I would say I've been struggling with this since I was a kid, a kid, a kid to. A kid to being a teenager, I have been a bitter biatch, okay, a bitter bish 
for a very, very long time. And a certain situation that just happened recently really brought that up to the forefront. Like, yo, like you're really bitter. You're ruminating on a lot of things and you're letting a lot of experiences um, control you and control your behavior and how you choose to act. That has to stop. So I've been on my, uh, my journey of becoming unbitter. Um, being a little bit sweeter, not only to myself, but to the people around me, um, and not letting certain things and certain people affect me, affect my mood or affect how I choose to look at the world. So while I'm on this journey of becoming unbitter, cause I'm not completely there. I still ruminate on certain things. I still, um, tend to just have like feelings about things because honestly I kind of feel like certain things that were presented to me from my childhood even up to my adulthood was just like really unfair and I know that my feelings of bitterness really just comes from the fact that I really feel like um people that I care about don't care about me as much as I care about them or they never took um Hmm. They never took the opportunity to try to resolve things or help me resolve things or try to just like better my life when they knew they were able to do so or they were capable of doing so. But I think a lot of times they were afraid to step on other people's toes and fingers or, or whatever the case may be. But in the general aspect of where my bitterness comes from, it comes from me f feeling like people don't give in to me as much as I give in to them. Luckily, my bitterness does not stem from any type of romantic relationship. I am still very pure in that department. Okay. So future, future, um, babe, you ain't got to worry about me acting all crazy and shit. Because I'm not bitter from past relationships. But I will say my bitterness <laughs> stems from definitely my relationship with my family and definitely um, old friendships. So I definitely have like a hard time with my relationship with my family and I have a hard time with um, my friendships and building new friendships because I just have a bitter taste in my mouth when it comes to these type of people that enter into my life. Now, there's certain things that I had to learn about myself. And when I just like reviewed my life and the things that happened, like, honestly, I just got over bitterness towards certain people in my family, especially like um, when my dad died, I kind of felt a little... I felt some kind of way when my dad died for a really, really long time. And I'm not even going to say I felt some kind of way. I felt rage and anger because I kind of felt like mm, after my dad died, I kind of felt like that side of the family just kind of like not shunned me away, but kind of like removed themselves away from me. And um, I won't necessarily say that that side of the family, we weren't really that close to begin with in my pers in my perspective when we were younger definitely but as we got older we definitely weren't as close as we could have been um but then after i realized that 
Well, I had to come to realize that, especially with my father's brothers, I just kind of felt like um, I wanted them to, like, embrace me because my dad died when I was 18 years old, which is, like, a really... That's a really trying time for a male. And it would have been nice just to have, like, some type of father figure there because my father died. So I was just like... Why haven't nobody reached out to me? Nobody has called me. Nobody's checked in with me to make sure that I'm okay. Nobody, um, like, nobody stepped in. And, you know, all of that. I just felt some kind of way about that for a really long time. And I'm just closing that. And the thing that got me to really, really you know, stop ruminating and being enraged about that. It's because I had to come to a realization that, A, I'm not their responsibility. I'm not their child. So they don't have to do that because I'm not their responsibility. Two, they may not have wanted to do that. And that's also their decision. It's not their job to take care of me. B, I'm not going to lie. Like back then at that season of my life, I wasn't the most approachable person. I wasn't the most I wasn't really nice back then. So that might have been an aspect of the situation. And D, it just could have been a situation where it was just like flatline. You get what I'm saying? So I really had to just like really dial back and say, hey, it's not their responsibility to take care of you. But it's your responsibility to take care of you now. So now that I have came to that conclusion, okay. I can approach that side of the family with love and with an open heart because I don't, I don't, it, I was not their responsibility at all. And now that I came to that conclusion, I could just be more open to them. I could be more open to them because I just realized that. Once again, I was just not their responsibility. That it was not their job to take care of me. Even though, hello. Even though, <laughs> even though we're quote unquote family. Everybody' perception of family is not the same. And um, that human responsibility is just not the same. So we could put a stamp on that. I'm good with that right now. Um... I kind of feel like I have a lot of bitterness, especially about my childhood, because there was just a lot of things that happened in my childhood that should have never happened. And I don't think nobody ever really took responsibility for it. And I feel like nobody has ever acknowledged it or like really put any effort in trying to have closure but after certain events that just happened recently, I realized at this point, it is my responsibility to create the closure. It is my responsibility to make myself feel better about the situation. And it's my responsibility to understand that there's going to be apologies and there's going to be a lot of things that I will never get and I will never receive. And I really have to be okay with that. So I'm still working on that. Um... And I still kind of ruminate on a little bit of things that were said to me and um, actions that were taken recently that I just did not appreciate. 
But I have to understand my role in the part two because I was a little, you know. But um, yeah, so I'm working on that right now. But I did some research on how to um, overcome bitterness. And this was eye-opening to me. I took a ton of time just like really diving in to what bitterness is, why we feel the way and how we, why we feel bitterness and how we can overcome it. And I'm definitely going to be including this into my journey of bitterness because I really just do not want to walk around this planet Earth <laughs> with a chip on my shoulder and rejecting opportunities and rejecting people because I'm letting my feelings of bitterness instill fear into me because honestly to me that's what bitterness is it's just another form of fear another level of fear and I don't want that on me I'm too cute to be bitter okay so <laughs> let's get into these steps these nine steps on how we can overcome bitterness all right let's get into it so the first step we have here is acknowledge and accept the feelings allow yourself to experience and process the emotion that to me is probably one of the hardest things because I kind of feel like in a lot of situations people tell you not to do that they tell you to get over it to um let it go don't let that overcome you which that is the ultimate end like that's what we want to do at the end but when people say that they're telling you to do it right now don't feel no kind of way right now even though the situation could have happened to you so I feel like the one of the most important things is to allow you to feel the feelings cry it out scream it out if you have to talk to somebody about it, let it out. Sit with yourself and really feel those feelings of bitterness so you'll know where the root is. Once you get to the root, you can lift the tree. So I really feel like that is a really important part of the process is to actually just sit and feel those feelings for a while. But don't let, don't do it too long now. Don't do it too long now. Don't let it overcome you. So the next step that I have here is identify the cause. Try to understand why you feel better. It could be a past experience, an unmet need, or a perceived injustice. Injustice. That is powerful to actually really, if you can give something a name, you can solve it. If you can give something a name, you can overcome it. So to actually... Try to understand why you feel better. I got to the root of my bitterness. The root of my bitterness is just me feeling unseen, unheard, forgotten, and not cared about, and not loved. That is the cause of my bitterness. Um, so if you can actually just sit down and really think about like what the issue is, what the issue is, give it a name and that is one of the best steps to check that, right? So the next step is to place 
gratitude. Focus on what you have in your life rather than what you lack or what's going wrong. This is something that I have learned to do within like the last two or three years. Even when stuff is rough, (laughs) okay, I really look for the good. Like I really look for the things that make me happy. Like um, recently I was sick, right? And I was in the bed for two days, but I was like thanking the most high, like, thank you most high for giving me the opportunity to heal my body. Thank you the most high for whatever is going on, making me research what it is so I can fully heal my body. Or it could have been a situation where, um, the most high was trying to sit me down so I can work on other things. Cause when I'm outside, I'm not focused on the things that, I really want to do or the things that really make me happy. I'm also worried about getting my bills paid. So it really takes away from doing the things that make me happy. A, like my fashion line. Everybody that knows me knows that I'm an accessory designer. I talk about it all the time. But I really don't get into it like I should because I'm out just trying to make other things happen. And B, this podcast, I've been wanting to do this podcast since, what, 2014, 2015? It's 2023 and I'm just recording my first episode. Okay? So, you really have to sit and think about what you have instead of what you don't have. Yes, I may not have a lot of money, but my bills are paid and I have food and I have a house. Um, Yes, my car may not be the best, but I have a way to get to work and do the things that I need to do, drop off my kids and things like that. So when you flip things over and look at things on the lighter side of of town, everything just really starts to feel a lot better. I'm going to be honest with you. The next step is reframe your thoughts. Challenge negative thoughts and beliefs with more positive perspective. This is another thing I've been learning how to do. Whenever a negative thought creeps up in my head, I try to kill it with a positive thought. Like, um, like I have a thought like, you fat and ugly. And I'm like... (laughs) And I kind of counteract that with actually you're working on your body and your weight and you're always cute no matter what weight you are. So that's a really good, (laughs) that's a good practice to have is to when you get those negative thoughts in your head to try to counteract it with a positive thought. But in order to do that, you need to be self-aware and you need to be actually monitoring Monitoring, 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 monitoring your thoughts. You have to monitor your thoughts in order to do that. So pay very close attention to your thoughts and what you think and pay attention to what you say as well. The next thing, which is hard for me, this is probably the hardest thing. Let go of grudges. Holding on to resentment and anger will only prolong your bitterness. Forgive those who have hurt you or at least make peace with the situation. This is like the hardest one for me. I'm not even going to lie to you. This is hard. This is hard for me because I really tend to hold on to grudges. I tend... I tend to hold on to grudges and um, it's not cute. It really isn't. But the reason why I tend to hold on to grudges and I'm going to be honest with you. The reason why I hold on to grudges is not because I want 
the person to feel the pain. I kind of feel like if I let things go, then I'll be inviting the people back into my life to hurt me again. Because this is this is my thought process. I let go of the grudge. I let go of the hurt. I let go of the pain. And then eventually I'll go back to kind of like missing those people or wanting those people back in my life. And then I eventually wind up creeping back in. And then I'm back in. And then three months in, you do the same stuff. It did the same thing that made me mad at you the first time. So, so I'll let them creep back into my life, which I don't want to do. So I guess that's why I hold on to grudges. It's just, it's me trying to prevent myself from getting back into that situation. But we all know holding on to grudges is, it's not a good thing. And it's something that we all need to we have to let go. We have to let go and make peace of the situation and not keep those harmful, hurtful thoughts and feelings about those people on you and on them. Um, so holding on grudges is something that I'm totally, totally working on. And I hope it's something that I can just resolve quickly. Um, but I know for a fact that there are a lot of grudges and a lot of people that I have eventually let go. And I'm very proud of myself for that. Okay. <laughs> um, number six is seek support. Talk to a trusted friend or a therapist that can help you through your feelings and develop healthy coping strategies. I totally agree with this. I don't necessarily agree with the friends part because a lot of times your friends will, um, a lot of times people people are afraid to hold you accountable so they'll agree with you and agree with your grievances and all that so i wouldn't necessarily go to a friend i will go to a mentor somebody you can trust or a therapist for me the person that i go to about my feelings is my therapist um and it's very very important for you to have these conversations and to let it out in a very helpful healthy way and for somebody to respond back to you with truth with truth and honesty and um a real perspective of what you're going through. So I definitely agree with that. Um, seven, focus on your personal growth. Use your experience to grow as a person and become stronger. Absolutely. I think that's what this podcast is all about. Okay. I don't think I need to say anything more about that. That's very like straight and direct. Focusing on yourself, focusing on your personal growth will eventually help you overcome those negative feelings that you have because you see yourself becoming a better person and a stronger person and becoming the person that you want to be. So when you are that person, what like what do you have to be mad about? You have nothing to be mad about. So personal growth is um personal growth is it, it, it's extremely important. I definitely feel like everyone should be doing that in the first place anyway. Also, this is one another thing I want to say, and this is the off key. You really, while personal growth is important too, and focusing on the life that you want is very important because you don't want to be 50, 60, 70 years old looking around and not accomplishing anything that you wanted to accomplish when you were in your 20s and your 30s and your 40s. That's a type of bitterness that you don't ever want to feel. You don't ever want to feel the feelings of 
being that in that age group and feeling like you are lost and stuck and hopeless and there's nothing else for you to do. You feel a lot of people when they get to that age, they just feel like it's done. It's just like I'm just going to sit here and just wait for it's my time to go. Okay, so that's another personal reason, another reason why you should focus on yourself and focus on your career, focus on your goals. Because that's another type of bitterness you don't want to experience is getting to the point where you get at the age where you feel like you can't do nothing. Where you feel like you can't do nothing. You feel like you can't achieve nothing. You feel like there's nowhere to go. And you're sitting around in regret because you were not able to accomplish things you wanna you wanted to accomplish. Um, number eight, engage in self-care. Take care of your physical, emotional, and mental well-being through activities such as exercise, hobby, hobbies, and relaxation. That's something that I'm also working on. Um, self-care is how my initial channel started. I started with hair and skincare and things like that. And I definitely fallen off of, off of that during my healing journey. I really had to get ugly, so to speak, in order to really get to the point where I'm ready to really take care of myself. So I'm definitely eating better. I'm definitely uh, working out and, and, and just being like really cognizant about how I'm treating myself and how I'm treating my body. And the last one is cultivate joy. Seek out activities and relationships that bring you happiness and fulfillment. This is my goal for 2023. My goal for 2023 is to really um, go out into the world, figure out what I like about the world, and find some people that I can just vibe with. Find my tribe. Find a good friend group. Find people that I can depend on and, and lean on. And they could do the same on me because I'm not the type of person where... Um, if you pour into my cup, I'm definitely pouring back into yours. Um, but having like a social life and like finding things that you really like to do is just, it's like one of the most important things that you could ever do because it just gives you fulfillment and it makes you feel good about life. It gives you, um, it gives you the gusto to just to get up in the morning and just and just want to exist in a, in a in a amazing world. Like these are the things that make you have like a good perception of the world when you're having fun, when you have good people around you, when you live in the life that you want to live. You don't look at the world in a negative space. You see the world as an amazing space. You see the world and your life as an amazing thing, and you want to just achieve more, accomplish more, see more, do more, be more. Because you found things that just make you happy and that gives you joy. So those were the nine tips of overcoming bitterness, baby. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I really enjoyed making this. I can't wait until the next episode. So this is something else that I'm going to incorporate into this podcast is um, within the next couple of episodes, the day after it drops, um, I want you guys to go over to the AMP app that's by Amazon and you'll be able to chat with me live on the app app and we can talk about the episode that we watch or whatever episode you want to watch you can add your input into how you feel about the episode with me whether you agree with me disagree with me or you want to add some other things that other people can listen to also I'll be playing some really inspirational music on that channel um so yeah this is the first episode. How did I do? Let me know how I let me know how I did, how I can improve, and let me know some things that y'all want me to discuss and things that y'all want me to talk about. Like I always will love um 
input, okay? So, until next time, you guys, this is the Becoming Glitter podcast. Can't wait to see you again. Can't wait for you to listen again. And I'm definitely going to make sure that um, this podcast is on all platforms that you can listen to and look at podcasts. So, um, yeah. Yay me. I'm excited. <laughs> all right, you guys. Until next time. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. Peace.